and welcome. This is Everything Evil Live podcast. My name is Prime. I am well known or not well known. I'm sorry. Don't mean to have a big ego, but I am more so in the space of fantasy, you know, DFS, but League of Legends focus. But I am excited to start off a new journey with you all. This is Everything Evil podcast, and I will be breaking down everything that I've seen on the LCS stage regarding one of the best organization and team, the up and coming eventual champion of the LCS, Evil Geniuses. Welcome all. This podcast is everything that we want for hailing our heroes, hailing our anti-heroes, if you will. Jojo Pyon, all hail Peter Dunn. I love this team and the way that they formulated everything. It's come together. It's been a long way. No, no, this this org is got in. I think they took the spot from one either one of Echo Fox or um, the other uh, organization that I can't remember at the moment. But this team has been in the makings. They have impact at top and mainstay. They brought in Inspired this year from the LEC, and they have new rookie mid laner jojo pion you have guys need to know who this guy is if you are have been in the lcs space and you haven't heard of jojo pion after the lock-in tournament you all should know who this man is he will take your soul and rip it apart and put it back in your face killing all hopes that you have of winning he is one of the most confident rookie i've seen in a while and you guys uh, I know I, I'm, I'm all gushing all over, all over this guy, right, Jojo Pion, because unlike many regions, we have not had a lot of rookies that just jump in and perform at one of the highest level. You know, Blabber, maybe one of them, but Jojo Pion, his journey, if you haven't seen it yet, go find him, go watch anything that you've seen, how he rose from the lower ranks of amateur and then now in the biggest stage of all, and people were speculating, hey, we could have brought in Jensen. You know, we could have brought in some other well-known mid laner from import from the LEC maybe. But no, they decided to go to Jojo Pion. I, I got to say, I, I was I was a bit, um, you know, a non-believer myself. I'll openly admit to it. But because of him, because of what I've seen so far, I'm a fan. And it spurred me to start this podcast with y'all. This is a podcast. It'll grow. You know, we're growing organically. But before I get any further, of course, I got to talk about my boy Danny, who's like second year in the LCS, show why he belongs as one of the ADCs. And then we brought in Vulcan from the enemy C9. And this is a really, really strong team, or at least that's what we've seen so far in the lock-in. And they've been able to challenge the top of the table. They beat TL. Okay, in the group stage, right? They beat C9, 3 0 them. No question, we dominated them. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, call Jordan. I love you all, but I, I think Evil Geniuses is right. Heads and shoulders above 100 Thieves, even though you guys got your championship. You have a strong team. I still admittedly will say that. But our team is coming for you, and we are going to challenge you. We're going to get it eventually, whether it's spring, whether it's summer. We want that world at, uh, spot at Worlds. So without further ado, let's dive into this 
first episode, we have lots to talk about. I try not to be too long-winded as I have a tendency of doing, but let's start with the lock-in tournament, you know, the Demacia of LCS, if you will. A very fun tournament that I think uh, is well-placed. It gives team a chance to, you know, get warmed up. It also gives uh, some chance for other teams to have their imports slotted in, and it's fun. It's a good warm. It's a good introduction to kind of see what we'll have. Naturally, the winner of the lock-in doesn't mean that they'll win in spring or summer. I'm looking at you, Team Liquid, because you won it last year, but you could not get the first seed of the LCS to go into Worlds. We know that you faltered. You have your issues. We don't have that same issue with our team, Evil Geniuses. A quick review. We are not going to belabor because this uh, lock-in has been going on for the last two weeks, and by now everyone has caught up to the news about you know how these team look, blah blah blah. What I do want to talk about is how dominant Evil Geniuses were. They went undefeated all the way up until the finals. Right? They didn't drop a single game, and every single game they looked dominance uh even in the game against team liquid we put up 21 kills against team liquids 14 kills of course this is group stage uh we we're gonna pretend that the finals probably didn't happen we just wanted to sit back and uh, not be cursed by the lock-in tournament winner right that's that's our genius that's our 1000 iq plan going into this now there are there are some issues that we need to kind of tweak absolutely I'm not going to be give you all just rose-colored outlook for Evil Geniuses, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a realist than I am uh, a optimist or pessimist. So I will be the annoying one that both groups don't like. So let's fast forward to what the latest happening is, and then we can preview a little bit about what to expect in week one of the LCS. Going into, let's, let's start with the semifinals. Our crushing win against Cloud9. That was like... There, there was not even a single doubt of how we dominated them. Um, you know, they have... Okay, they can say they don't have their full team, but look, they have Zven, who played for them. He was a strong ADC statistic-wise. And then they still have Blabber, and they still have Fudge. Yes, he's transitioning to mid, but he chose that, and it's not like he came into this tournament looking sloppy and looking unsure. Yes, he, there's some, some growing pains for Fudge, but hey, C9 went all the way to the semis. Okay, they, they were a strong team. They continue to be a strong team. We'll see what happens once they bring in their import, but for now, the way that we beat them, it was masterful. Inspired, outplayed Blabber, strong jungler, Starting with game one with our comp, starting with Renekton at top, you know, um, Inspired played Diana, and Jojo Pion played Yasuo. That's, that was a deadly combo. If you're paying attention in the LEC, you kind of see how that uh, that combo is just crazy when you do the Wombo combo between Diana and Yasuo. And then we have Danny and Leona kind of shoring up the bot lane. Very solid. Jinx is a strong champion right now in the meta. And they played well. They played flawlessly. They they didn't allow Blabber to do anything. I, I don't know what Blabber was thinking, taking Poppy. Uh, that's such a hard-to-execute champion for a jungle. If And and doesn't really fit Blabber's style. If you wanted want to play a little bit of a bruiser, maybe a little half-tank, half-damage uh, dealer, Volley Bear would have been, I think, something that Blabber would have been more um, comfortable with. But look, 
We are not going to get take a gift horse in the mouth. We just dominate this game. 12 kills, 10 towers. We didn't even give up a single tower. We didn't give up single ob neutral objectives. Just plain dominated that game. And then game two, the story continues, right? We, we, we swap out some of the champions, and it didn't matter for us. Impact on Gwen, uh, who you know is a damage dealer on the top lane and can be a pseudo carry you know did really well it outplayed darshan who tried to do the akali thing up there and it didn't matter impact was just uh solo laning that and having no issue at all then our boys picked up lee sin for inspired um you know victor for jojo pion danny uh, on aphelios and vulcan on tom kench this game was um, controlled for the most part. We gave up one dragon, but nothing else. Well, two towers. But after that, we just snowballed them. Snowballed in C9, right? Didn't think that would happen last year if you were watching our team. Then the last game uh, against Cloud9, Impact went with Gragas. Sort of went the tank role. Didn't do much in, in terms of CS. And Jojo Pyon went with Rise, Inspired went with Jin Zhao, Danny went with the strong Jinx again, and Vulcan just continues to show that he's uh, a very strong uh, support in playing the Braum. Uh, C9 was pulling out all the uh, all the stops here with Zven on Karthus and uh, Fudge on Trendomir, of course. I, I get Trendomir is very strong, but uh, it didn't work. It didn't work. Akshan was their lone bright spot, and that's Darshan who picked him. But Blabber again, outplayed by our hero inspired. This, this jungle mid synergy is amazing and which is a strength of our team. Now, going into the finals, this was big. Uh, <laughs> putting on the evil genius's glasses right now, I will let you know we didn't play as bad as the sweep indicate. Yes, we did go 0 3. Yes, Team Liquid put up some amazing statistics and we faltered. But in the beginning of the games, we were very competitive in game one and three, I believe. Uh, we were ahead in a lot of times, but eventually, you know, Bjergsen has heard enough from our, our, our uh, confident rookie and just took over the game with his silence. It, it was kind of um, shocking to see like how that flipped the switch for the team. Um, we were... Getting a good pace, we were leading in golden and some of the map control, but then Bjergsen just took over. What what can you do at that point, right? There are some plays to point out. One of the issues being, uh, you know, Danny and Vulcan didn't have as big of an impact. Uh, Danny picked Varus. I didn't understand the Varus pick. Uh, didn't seem like a, a a champion with a lot of ways to to push for the push towards a a lane advantage and in, especially in this meta if you're not picking the jinx if you're not picking aphelios if you're not picking the caitlin i'm not sure varus is the way to go maybe kaisa zaya all other ones much more prefer that so the bot lane definitely is an area that we need to work, look into as we go into the season because uh I, even if we say oh it's a draft diff that's still something that I am concerned with. Like, are we going in? Are we just testing, experimenting stuff? Uh, I don't want them to play around too much. We got to win some of these games. 
But again, I'm thinking this is a thousand IQ plan to not win the lock-in and give that to TL so that we can take the first seed for Worlds. That's all that matters, guys. First seed for Worlds. That means we win the summer. We get win the spring as well. Let's let's aim for that. Spring starts with spring and then go into the summer. Um, Viego is is a weird pick for me uh, because they have it has one of the lowest winning percentage across all regions, and I'm not sure where Inspire kind of feel like this was a good champion to try out. Game two, we faltered quite early, faltered quite often, and oh my gosh, um, without singing the praises of our uh, soon to be rival Buipo played really well, didn't allow Impact to have much impact, pun intended, even though Impact was on Gwen. Uh, I don't mind the Twisted Fate pick by Jojo Pyeon. They go back, they run that back against playing against Silas. It didn't allow Bjergsen to have as strong of a play this time around, but it also didn't stop Bjergsen. Uh, there was a really weird play where they took kill advantage and then Jojo Pun just kept running straight into three enemies with his gold card while the rest of the team were about to just call it a day and say, hey, we take that kill, we reset, we got a good advantage, but Jojo Pun ran in, got caught, and then the team got wiped and the whole game just kind of allowed TL to snowball from there. We only were able to take three towers. We took a Baron. Uh, it was a steal. That was an amazing play. If you didn't get a chance, you see um, the team was looking, waiting, baiting, and then Twisted Fate alt in, used the unsealed spellbook, smite steal. Our mid laner took the Baron from Santorin. Let that sink in a little bit. Let that sink in a little bit. It's an exciting, exciting play. Of course, they couldn't push much of the advantage. Um, again, Danny was on Varus, and Vulcan was on Tom Kench, and neither of them were effective at all in this game. Game three, we decided to kind of switch some things up. We put Impact on Renekton, his pocket champ. Uh, it's also in meta, so that's awesome. Inspired pick Jarvan, J4, has been uh, one of the best uh, chase and kill type of jungler in this meta. I've seen good games from him. I've seen bad games from other people, so I don't mind this pick. And Jojo Pyeon took the Silas away from Bjergsen. Danny was finally on a meta champ in Aphelios, and Vulcan played a pretty pretty good Thresh. He's been known to play well uh, overall with Hook champions and, and tanks. Um, in his career and so this was a good comp we we had a good advantage we were up for a good portion of the game you know we took the towers uh kind of back and forth with the towers actually um but we had the gold advantage up until you know 20 some minutes um and we we were able to take the fights we had to jump on them the minute 18, you should have seen that fight at the Herald. Uh, after taking the Herald, TL unexplicably tried to jump in, and our team just crushed them throughout uh, three for zero. Right, we we killed three of them. We took zero deaths. Then we just marched down to the mid. Uh, we still had a pretty sizable advantage at that point, and all we needed to do was play fundamentally solid. We were. Um, able to take three drakes we were up three drakes guys minute 24 we were up ahead in kills we were up ahead in gold we were up ahead in towers we were up ahead in drake 
and still they faltered. This is Bjergsen on his main champ Zillion. Yes, that's a very, very strong champ in the mid to late game with his uh, revive. And Jin Zhao, Han Sama on Jinx, Weepo uh, on Volibear. Weepo <laughs> is just an, uh, is, 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 is a very uh, admirable top laner. I'll, I'll give him that. He's an admirable top laner. Uh, but, oh man, I just, I just don't know. They, I think they didn't push the advantage enough, even though we had it in the mid game. The dragon, the next dragon for the soul, that's where we start throwing. Um, they got the dragon. For some reason, the team didn't try to disengage. And from there, they got three kills on us. They got the Baron. And I think the game was kind of lost at that point. And, and it's kind of a shame because um, that highlights another area there that I think evil geniuses need to work on is knowing how to play from behind. They've been so dominant this whole tournament. This is sort of like their first uh, experience of um, playing with Jojo Pyeon, with Vulcan, with Inspired, and learning how to play from behind. Hopefully, this is not a, a trauma for Inspired because uh, it, it is a little bit of a reminder of what he went through last year with Rogue when Rogue was ahead in every single game. And then there's this thing called Rogue Time, and the team just inexplicably just faltered. Just faltered at that. I forgot what it was, was it 18, 16 minutes. I don't know. And Rogue kept doing that consistently. All their advantages just wasted. And this meta, falling behind is not a bad, too bad of a thing because there's bounty gold. You can catch up. You can still do things to minimize some of the early advantages that the enemy team has gained. But in this game, we had the advantage early. So TL had the bounty to come back. And then at that point, uh, they were unkillable <laughs> for one thing. And they dominated us, Hansama on his Jinx. And, uh, you know, they just completely wiped us. Like I said, right after the Baron, there was um, there was just no way that uh, the team knew how to make a comeback from there. All right. So we're putting the lock in behind us. We are ready for what really counts. And that is the new season LCS 2022. Guys, get excited. Get excited for this weekend. All right. We're, we're back to a two-game schedule, Saturday, Sunday. I don't mind that even from a fantasy uh, perspective. I really just enjoy having that uh, break in between. Uh, if you guys are interested in daily fantasy, which is a way better way of playing fantasy, um, of League of Legends, uh, hit me up on my alternate account at Prime LOL, Prime with a three underscore LOL. Um, and so you can find me on Twitter. You can certainly find me on um, the other podcast called Daily Fantasy Summoner. And I am also writing for uh, Penta, Fantasy Penta. So a lot of fantasies in there. But this part, we are hailing the evil geniuses. We are going to be a source for all things League of Legends uh, evil geniuses. Of course, in the later stages, I'm hoping to also talk about our academy team and perhaps talk about the amateur scene as well. I think those are important to talk about. It's just right now, I don't really have the resources and the manpower and the time to cover them all. 
So I will have someone you probably know this person. I'll keep it a secret for now, but this person is active on Reddit, is active in our Discord chat. The Evil Geniuses, please join our Discord. We have some amazing and intelligent geniuses in there that knows how to break down the game, identify our weaknesses, what our strengths are, and also hit us up if you need merch, if you need, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, stuff, all things related Evil Geniuses. You can also learn about all the other um, games that we have there. So let's talk about this weekend going into Saturday. We are finally meeting the real TSM, right? The TSM Academy that was in lock-in, they performed just as expected, like an Academy team. I still don't think that we're going to be in any uh, worse shape or form, even if we face off against this official TSM team. It's an, it's a adaptation for a lot of their imports. They brought in Kei Dao from China and they brought in Shen Yi from China. And both of them has not even, I, I don't even know if they're on, on uh, in, in the United States yet. But we're talking also about language change, culture change. This is a very big risk that TSM is taking. They still have Inting Huni at top, so that's a great matchup for Impact. And then Speaker, okay, I'll give it to him. MVP, Spica, great, great addition. Uh, I mean, great part of this team. I think our Inspire can outplay him. Spica has a bit of a hubris. I mean, okay, he's also confident. He's, he, he reminds me of Jojo Pion before Jojo Pion came onto the scene. Very cocky type of guy, right? And so I'll give him his due credit because he played really well last year. But I think and I believe our Inspired, way better jungler on paper, statistics, on film. And then they have to adapt to Kedo to go against our hero, Jojo Pion. You know where the advantage goes from there. Bot lane, they have tactical, uh, used to play for Team Liquid. He's oh, he's, he's, he's an upper echelon ADC. I'm, I'm not going to take that away from him. It's going to be a good and even matchup for our boy, Danny. Now, Danny has to recover from the lock-in hangover, but this is going to be a good matchup. And Shen Yi, who I did watch in the LPL, for a little bit, I think he played for uh, Fun Plus Phoenix. Subbed in, he hasn't lost on a big stage. Uh, but again, the synergy, man. We're talking about language synergy. We're talking about, you know, play style synergy. Who's the shot caller in this team? We have like uh, people with three China nationality, one South Korean, and then only tactical is the English speaking one. How are they going to put it together? I think they eventually will, but definitely not week one. Should be an easy game for us. We're going to roll them um, from top to bot lane. Not at all uh, phased by this. And so we look into Sunday. Our matchup will go against Cloud9. Now, will we see the full Cloud9? Will they bring in Summit? Will they bring in Berserker? I think Evil Geniuses may be fortunate to face these teams so early in the season. It's like an adaptation for a lot of these imports. Um with you know getting used to the american culture get their cheeseburgers you know finding some groove in the united states sleep schedule all that i think we should have the edge here we already had the edge against their um half a team uh jojo pion is no worse than fudge and you know it's all about summit and berserker um on but talent wise, I think Summit could be on even um, ground with Impact, but on paper, 
I have know nothing about Berserker. I haven't seen him on a big stage. So, Danny, you better watch out. Not underestimate them. We believe in you, Danny. Danny Vulcan, that combo, you guys got this, and we believe in you. Um, I think they would also, it's C9 would, um, would, would also experiment with their support. They has Winsome and Isles. We've seen Isles um, from Oceania. Winsome, have not seen him yet. He is uh, predicted to be the pair to go with Berserker, if I'm not mistaken. So don't mess this up, guys. This is an easy 2-0 weekend if we play to our strength, if we don't make weird drafts. And I implore Peter, Peter, please, please, let us get the 2-0 to start the season right. I would even want us to see us get a 9-0, like get an undefeated first half. Wishful thinking, maybe. Things for us to watch out for as fans. How is the bot lane going to uh, do during this season? Jojo Pyun, as confident as he is, we have to remember that he is still a rookie. We don't change from our... Um, Believe that he is confident to being cocky just because of results, right? We love the confidence. We want him to build on it, and we support that. Let's not get into his head too much now. And then I, I really think we have a solid uh, top jungle um, pair there. So this is the week. This is the week to... It's all. This is our first road to Worlds. And hope you all enjoy this. Hope you all enjoy the pod. Give me some feedback. I look forward to hear from all of you what you like to hear on a pod like for every um, for on everything evil. What you like to hear from our evil geniuses and how to kind of uh, become a mainstay here. I'm learning. This is all new to me. I'm hope to learn as well from our friends at 100 Talk Pod, our friends at Flight Check, our friend. Um, Friends at C9 Body and TSM Talk, you know, uh, hosted at Game House. Check them out as well if you would like to know what our competition is thinking. But here at Evil Geniuses, everything evil pod, we will be having a blast of a season. Good night, y'all. Goodbye. And give me some feedback. Give me some feedback.